0: We heard from one of our loyal listeners about a topic that they wanted us to cover. And so on today's episode, we're gonna take a deep dive into the real costs of buying your first home. Welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast, where every week we educate and encourage aspiring homeowners to help them buy their first home faster. If you aspire to own a home, you're in the right place. So enjoy. Do us a favor and leave a review, a rating, and be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hey, real quick before we start, I want to ask you a question. How long are you going to wait before you decide to get started? I mean, you want to buy a house and you're earning income. So what's holding you back? Visit our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start. You can take an online assessment and set up a free 30 minute call. And we're going to put a plan together to help you get from where you are to where you truly want to be. So don't let fear hold you back from buying your first home. All right. Now back to the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Homeowner Prep Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If it's your first time here, welcome. And also, if you've been listening and you've been a loyal listener, thank you so much for your continued support as we continue to reach out and help as many people as we can buy their first home. On today's episode, we actually heard from one of our loyal listeners and they wanted us to do some deep diving into the real costs of buying your first home. There's a lot of information out there. If you search you know how to buy your first home or how much do I need to save to buy my first home, you're gonna get a variety of information. So I'm gonna give you the truth. We're gonna take a deep dive into what you'll actually need to buy your first place. The first thing that's often talked about when buying your first home is a down payment. Okay, so I need a down payment to buy a house. How much do I need in order to purchase my first home? And the answer is, it depends. Most first time home buyers are going to use an FHA first time home buyer program. With an FHA first time home buyer program, you need 3.5% of your purchase price in order to buy your first home. Now, let's say you've served in the military. Well, you get to take advantage of a better program, which is actually the VA home loan benefit where you can put nothing down. And yes, there is a funding fee attached to the VA home loan benefit, but there are also ways around that. So you can save a lot of money if you are serving in the military, have served in the military, and you take advantage of using the VA home loan benefit. Again, that's a no money down program. But let's get back to the FHA program, being that most first time home buyers are actually going to use it the down payment requirement is three and a half percent. So this is oftentimes the biggest hurdle for first time home buyers. Hey, I'm paying these high rents. How can I save enough money to buy my first home and actually pay that three and a half percent? Well, the truth is if you have family or friends or sometimes even church members that you're close with and have a relationship with, you can actually receive a gift For that three and a half percent. So FHA first time home buyer. Yes, they do require three and a half percent. But it can be a gift from a friend, family, or close relationship. And so that is great news. Because again, you're coming in thinking that you have to put down three and a half percent. When in actuality, you can receive a gift to cover your down payment. And so there's no money out of pocket for you. The second biggest cost when it comes to buying your first home are closing costs. I did an episode talking about closing costs before, but I want to take a deep dive here. Your closing costs are anything that has to do with the transaction. So if you're in a state that does uh, escrow transactions, here in California, we have escrow. Escrow is a third party to the transaction. They will manage the funds. They will take care of a lot of the paperwork and make sure that the property is being transferred the right way, legally protecting you as a first-time home buyer. Now, if you're in another state, you may use an attorney and there may be additional attorney fees in order to make that transaction complete. So depending on the state that you're in, you may have escrow or you may be using an attorney. That would be part of your closing costs. Also included in closing costs are title costs. So a title search is going to be done and title insurance will be taken out to protect you. So let's say you're buying a property and the seller has a lien on the property that they did not disclose. Well, the title search and your title insurance is going to protect you in case that comes up, not only in escrow, but after escrow closes. So you're protected as a first-time home buyer. So title is very important because we wanna make sure whoever's selling the house is the rightful owner and they don't have any outstanding liens that could pop up later down the road. So again, title is definitely important and does protect you, but there are costs associated with that your title and escrow fees will add up to your closing costs and you may have things like prepaid taxes. So your property taxes are due typically twice a year and depending on when you're closing on your home, there may be some prepaid taxes that need to be put into escrow so that there's no gap in property taxes and you don't fall short when those taxes come due. So depending on your lender, they may require some prepaid taxes to be in your closing costs as well. So altogether, as far as closing costs go, I typically tell first-time home buyers, they're gonna be about two to three percent of your purchase price. So again, here's another big chunk of money that you're saying, well, hey, I don't have it. You know, I'm barely saving, you know, a couple thousand dollars on paying this high rent. How do I put three and a half percent aside for down payment, another two to three percent aside for closing costs? And the truth is you can oftentimes get a seller to pay for your closing costs. So again, there are ways around this. Depending on the market, depending on your location, where you're at and what's going on, a seller may contribute to your closing costs. So ideally, if you had a friend or family member who could pay the 3.5% as a gift for your down payment, and then you have a seller who's willing to contribute 2 to 3% for your closing costs, It's very little money out of pocket, but there are some costs that you will definitely want to take care of yourself. And that brings me to number three. These are in escrow costs. So what I always say is you're buying a home. This is a big asset and it's a big responsibility. The last thing you want to do is buy a home that's falling apart. So here are some additional costs that you may want to pay upfront while you're in escrow to make sure that you're buying a solid home. The first one you're gonna have very little control over and your lender is going to require it. This is called an appraisal fee. Now, the bank at the end of the day owns your home. You're making payments to the bank, but they're the real home owner. And so as you're making your payments, the bank wants to make sure that, hey, you're making payments on a home that's truly worth what you paid for it. So let's say you made an offer of $500,000 and you got into escrow, they accepted your offer. In escrow, you're going to have an appraisal done. The bank is going to order an appraisal and you're gonna have to pay for it. The cost on a typical appraisal is about $500 to $650. That is an out-of-pocket expense. So you will need to pay for that when you're in escrow. The bad news is, If things fall apart, if the escrow does not close, that's a cost that you've incurred and typically you're not going to get that money back. So it's a protection type of fee, but that money is being paid out to the appraiser and you're not going to see it again. So you want to make sure that you're in contract on a home that you truly love and you're moving forward on something that you really want. You do not want to waste money while you're in escrow. So, the appraisal fee will go to an independent appraiser. They will appraise the home. And let's say, like I mentioned, you offered $500,000 for the property. And the appraisal comes back and they say, hey, it's $450,000. The house is only worth $450,000. What do you do? You may think, hey, I just paid this appraisal cost and now that money's gone. And it's not true. There are still some negotiations that can take place. For instance, the seller may be willing to bring that contract price down to meet the appraisal price. And that's great. I mean, if a seller really wants to sell, they're highly motivated and they have things that they need to do, they may be willing to meet you there at the appraised value. The second thing you can do is actually negotiate with the seller at some point between your contract price and the appraisal price. The caveat to that is, you will have to pay the difference in cash so if you don't have money tucked away to do this i don't recommend it but the bank is saying the home appraised for only 450. we're not going to lend more than 450. so yes your contract price you got your offer accepted at 500 but we're not giving you 500 we're only giving you the 450. so let's say you got the seller down to maybe 460. the bank is giving you 450 and the seller is willing to sell it at 460, so they're coming down from 500, but there's a $10,000 gap. Who's responsible for paying the gap? That's right, you are. So that can be an additional cost while you're in escrow if that were to come about. So what happens if it goes the other way? I often get asked by first time home buyers, hey, what if I made an offer for $500,000 and the home appraises for $550,000? What happens then? Well, the truth is as a buyer, you just got the upper hand. You just got $50,000 in equity at close of escrow. So that's a great deal and it happens quite often. So don't think that this is something that's out of the norm. Oftentimes your appraised value may come back higher than your contract price. Appraisers typically will know what your contract price is and they'll, you know, if the value is there, they'll try not to ruffle too many feathers. But when it comes to home values, you can typically walk away with some equity in your first home, which is great news for you. So again, that's all dealing with the appraisal. The appraisal fee is an out-of-pocket expense of typically $500 to $650 here in California. Depending on where you're at, it could be different. But that cost is going to be out-of-pocket while you're in escrow, and typically you're not going to get that back. There's another cost to you that's out of pocket while you're in escrow, and that's called your home inspection. Now, this isn't required by law. You don't have to do it. But as a first-time home buyer, what I recommend to all of my clients and to anyone who is buying a major asset and taking on a major responsibility is to make sure that the asset, the home, is in good standing. You wanna make sure the foundation is great. You wanna make sure the roof is great. You wanna make sure all the electricity and the electrical panel is set up correctly and within code. These are all the things that a home inspection is going to look at. Now the home inspection fee is gonna be dependent on the size of your home and the type of home. So let's say you bought a home that's sitting on a foundation that cost is typically gonna be lower than if you had a raised foundation where you have crawl space under your home, because now the home inspector has to throw on the white gear, get under the home, and really get dirty to make that inspection happen. So that fee may go up. But a home inspection fee is going to range about $450 up to $750, depending on your typical average single family home. Of course, if you're buying a luxury home or you're buying a small condo, then those costs can differ. But on a typical average single family, three bedroom, two bath type of house, it's gonna be about 450 to 750 for your home inspection. What are they gonna look at? Well, they're gonna look at everything from the foundation through the roof. As I mentioned, you wanna make sure that your home is sitting on a solid foundation. That's the basis of any solid structure And you do not want cracks and your foundation falling apart on you after you close escrow. Trust me. Also, they're going to look at your electricity. They're going to look at your plumbing. They're going to test every single light and every single faucet. And they're going to get up on the roof and check out your roof. Now, let's say you're in a condo and the roof isn't your responsibility. Well, they may not get up on the roof for that situation because the HOA is covering the roof and so they don't have to look at those things if you had issues with your roof the HOA will be responsible so they're going to look at everything that you're going to be responsible for and it's the best investment you can make as I mentioned it's not legally required but I highly recommend it for any first-time home buyer to make sure you're buying a solid investment so yes that will be another out-of-pocket expense so what happens if you don't close escrow and it doesn't work out well, like the appraisal fee, that home inspection fee is out of pocket for a service that's been done, so you're not going to see that money. So again, when you're getting an escrow, make sure that you're only putting in offers on homes that you truly want, truly see yourself in, and want to get to the finish line. Because you're going to be laying out expenses in escrow that you want to make sure are protected. The last thing you want to do is be putting in offers on five different homes and falling out of escrow, and now you're incurring those costs every time. So definitely make sure that it's a wise investment and it's a property that you truly want. Another in escrow fee is actually a termite inspection. So this can be negotiated depending on your area, depending on situation, a seller may pay for this or the buyer may be responsible for it. But a termite inspection is to make sure that there's no pests that are eating away at your home. <laughs> you, know, you wanna make sure that your home again is protected and a termite inspection really isn't that much money. Typically, it's about $100. could be as low as 75 in some areas, depending on the situation. But at $100, it's a great investment to make sure that your home is solid and there's no bugs eating away at your property um, or destroying your attic. So, you know, definitely want to make sure that you get a termite and pest inspection. That, again, is protecting you as a home buyer. And one thing I can say about inspections is that As a first-time homebuyer, you may be thinking, hey, I'm buying this house and I don't expect to see anything called out in these inspections. And that's just not true. Home inspections and pest inspections will typically call something out, especially if it's not a brand new home. But even brand new homes have issues, and I covered that in another episode. But most homes, when they are inspected, the home inspector will find issues. And that's good. I mean, you want your home inspector to find the issues so you can address the issues. Now, if the home inspection or a termite inspection do find issues that are red flags, these are big ticket issues that have to be addressed. Does that mean that the deal is dead? No, not necessarily. The seller still may work with you to negotiate how these repairs get taken care of and you have some options. So, One, the seller can take care of everything that's found in the home inspection or termite inspection. Not typical, but could happen. Two, they may negotiate some things that they'll repair and some things that will be your responsibility. And that might work for you. I mean, honestly, there are some issues in a home that you can live with and there are some issues that you can't. A leaking roof is a big ticket issue that has to be addressed. But if you have an outlet that needs to be repaired or a GFCI, which is a protection near a kitchen outlet, you know, those things can be taken care of after escrow and you can probably take care of those yourself. So those may not be the issues that you need to negotiate, but just keep that in mind as you are going back and forth with the seller. The goal is to reach the finish line. The goal is to close on the transaction. Again, you might, you might have laid out money for the appraisal, you might have laid out money for the home inspection you might have laid out money for the termite inspection and so you want to make sure that you're going to get to the finish line and that's why these negotiations are important put your agent to work your agent should be negotiating on your behalf to make sure that you reach the finish line and get keys in hand so don't be afraid to put your agent to work ask for the things that you want to ask for but be reasonable you know again put yourself in the seller's shoes if you were selling the home, would you wanna take care of any and every issue in a home that may be five, 10, 20 years old, and it's gonna have some typical wear and tear. So just put yourself in seller's shoes, try your best to negotiate and reach the finish line. Now, there are some costs that could come up based on your home inspection and based on your pest inspection. For instance, if they were to find uh, mold, or some type of fungus or, you know, then you're gonna have to bring out a mold inspector who's really going to dive deep and look at the issue. Now those prices do vary depending on the size, depending on uh, how severe the mold may be. So there may be an additional cost there. Hopefully you don't find mold in the home. But also if the home inspector calls out something dealing with the roof, um, then you may have to get a roof inspector to come out. Now a roof inspector may be a couple hundred dollars. But that's typically if an issue is found then there is an additional cost there. So I always say protect yourself, you know, save as much as you can before you start this process. But just keep in mind that some of these costs when it comes time to buy your first home can be covered by other people that you know or the seller. So your down payment could be covered by friends and family and close relationships. If not, that's going to be three and a half percent of your purchase price. Your closing costs could be covered by the seller. If not, that's gonna be two to 3% of your purchase price as well. And then of course you have your out-of-pocket expenses. You have your appraisal, you have your home inspection, and you have your pest inspection. These are expenses that are out-of-pocket and you're not gonna see again. So those are true costs. So I always say, hey, put a few thousand dollars aside just for your inspections and appraisal. You wanna have some money set aside in case you have to get a roof inspection or bring out another expert. And you wanna make sure that you get to the finish line. So put your agent to work to help you get there. I know this was an episode that's a little bit longer because we're taking a deep dive and really covering every expense that you may face as a first time home buyer, but I want you to be prepared. You know These costs do come up and you wanna make sure that you have the money there to take care of them. The last thing you wanna do is be buying a home and not having any money in the bank saved to cover these expenses. So definitely before you start the process of submitting offers, make sure that you know where these funds are coming from, make sure you have them in the account. And sometimes your lender may actually want to see that you have some reserves put away, you know, that you're prepared and ready to take on this purchase. Again, at the end of the day, the bank owns the home. You're making payments and they wanna make sure that you can comfortably make those payments for the 15 or 30 years that you have the mortgage. So make sure that you have that money set aside and you're ready to go. If you're not sure if you're truly ready to start this process or if you're not sure what those costs are in your area, we can definitely help you. I always say get started. That way you can see where you're at, put a plan together, and then take the next step forward. So if you want to get started with Homeowner Prep, you can visit us on our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start. From there, if you're not ready and you just want to understand the home buying process, you can download our free ebook. If you feel like you're ready and you want to start to really put a custom game plan together, you can take our online assessment. And if you're already ready to go, you have the credit, you have the budget, and you're ready to get things rocking and rolling, then you can reach out to us and we'll connect you with a real estate agent or a lender in your area to help you buy your first home. So definitely visit our website at homeownerprep.com forward slash start. If you just have a quick question, a direct question dealing with your unique situation, feel free to reach out to us on social media. We typically get all of our questions on Instagram, so you can visit us on Instagram at Homeowner Prep. I hope you got some value from today's episode. I know we took the time to really dive deep into some of these costs that you may incur as a first-time homebuyer, but I want to make sure that you're prepared. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out to us. We'd love to help you get started and help you reach your goal of buying your first home. I look forward to providing you with some more great information on the next episode. And until then, be blessed. If you've enjoyed this show and got some great value from it, please be sure to rate and review. And if you're checking it out on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe. That really does help us to continue the show and bring in some great guests to help you on your home buying journey.